Welcome to another edition of Bulls Bros. Uh, I'm Bulls Bro Alex, joined once again by Bulls Bro Max. Hello, Bulls Bro Max. Hello, hello from Chicago. Yes, hello from LA. And so, Max, neither, uh, no team in either of our cities is in the NBA playoffs right now, actually. Nope. But one team from the state I'm in is. So we'll just go to them first. The Golden State Warriors lead the Memphis Grizzlies three games to one. John Morant missed the last game with, uh, at the time, what was diagnosed as right knee soreness, but what today has come out as a uh, bone bruise that's going to leave him doubtful to uh, appear in the rest of the playoffs, however long they last for the Grizzlies. Um, now, you know, whether or not the Grizzlies would have survived uh, being down 3-1 if Ja had come back for game five, which is scheduled for Thursday, is, uh, you know, remains to be seen, but, you know, kind of doubtful. But now they certainly seem to have almost no chance. Maybe they could pull out a game because this team has won a lot without Ja. They almost won game four without Ja. Um, yeah, they played better without Ja than they did with Ja. Ewing theory possibility? Well, I, well, <laughs> the first two games, they were pretty great, right? And then game three with Ja, they were they terrible. they were that great. I pushed back on that idea. The first, the first game, they were close, but I don't think the Warriors played great. The second game... I felt like they, <coughs> I felt the Warriors did a terrible job defending Morant and missed a lot of easy shots. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. Fair enough. And they also, they, they their defense up, is also. better when Ja is not playing. Well, that's true, yeah. Uh, Tyus Jones is going to be a free agent point guard, actually. Yeah. Speaking of the Bulls, would you, I mean, we have a lot of, we have a lot of backup guards, but, uh, he might be, like, too expensive for us. He's a Grizzlies backup point guard, and he's been starting for John Morant. But he's pretty good. Would you would you sign him and flip Caruso, who gets hurt all the time? No! Okay. All right, I'm just, I'm just floating it out there. MVP. MVP. I mean, I do have a Caruso jersey that I got for Halloween that I didn't wear, so it would be nice to wear it next year. But I, I'm just thinking about the team here, Max. Okay, fine, whatever. Uh, he's a great defender. I'm not saying he's not a great defender. It's just that he sacrifices his body all the time. He's not going to be long for this this pantheon of great defenders. Like he's going to fall off at some point, but hopefully not until his contract's over. Anyway, so yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this series? Um, I feel like you know, having said that, the Grizzlies put up a good fight, uh, and they are going to be in Memphis, um, so they could totally win a game. The series is definitely over. The Warriors will win. They have been up 3-1 and lost before, I guess, but there's <laughs> different circumstances. So I think that... Um, yeah, there was LeBron James on the other side. There was a LeBron James on the other side that time, yes. And this time there is not one, nor is there a John Morant. So I just don't see it. I think that um, I think that the Grizzlies are going to lose game five and it's going to be over. What do you say? You know, I'm, I'm on the fence on this one because I definitely think the Grizzlies are going to lose five or six. I'm just not sure if they're going to put up a big fight for five. My guess would be no, because I felt like this last game was when they put their best foot forward. That was, you know, that's when they, that was their fight, and they ended up losing at the end. I feel like they're done. That's my instinct. When a team loses its best player in the middle of the playoffs, in the it's middle of the sign. series, like they're gonna get, there's going to be like a crazy demoralizing loss in there where they're but just then like sometimes they devastated. fight they fight right at the beginning you know they have that yeah yeah, yeah. we could have like a fun surprise together, game yeah but they didn't do it i think that was the game they were gonna do it 
And it is in Memphis, but yeah, I still think that the Warriors are going to win. Yeah, so. but I think the Warriors, they're kind of clicking more now, and they're, they're really wanting to prepare for their matchup against, um, you know. Who knows who? Yeah. yeah. So I think they, <coughs> they're focused on getting themselves, you know, working, getting themselves clicking. Yeah. Um, I think they're fine. I think they're going to win. Now I will say the uh, you know this has been like a chippy series. Been a lot of fouling. Um, Dylan Brooks hacked um, Gary Payton the second in midair, uh, sort of Grayson Allen esque. Although I don't think it was like deliberate. But well, I mean he he definitely deliberately no, it was deliberate. Him. He deliberately fouled him, but I don't think he wanted to like break his elbow. But he did, and so now Gary Payton the second is out for well, three to five weeks. Well, he intentionally brought him to the ground. He intentionally brought him down. Maybe he wasn't looking at the consequences, but yeah, I guess you're right. It was an intentional hard so foul. So I, I think it was a dirty play. I'm with Steve Kerr on this, and not just because he won us 1997 uh, championship. Um, although, to be honest, I probably would be for that reason either way. But uh, I think he's right. I think it was dirty play, and there's no forgiving, and I would suspend him, and I'm glad they did. For one game. But yeah. Well, he's also ejected from that game, so... That's true. So it was like a game. And I, a think half. Well, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, it was a fun series for a second, but then after the Jai injury, I got kind of pissed fun. off though with all the Jai hype. Well, it, it just oh, he's top five player in the NBA. Like, like what? Just like, like he's, he's he's really good. He's but what's next? Steph Curry's transitioning power and like handing the reins over to John. I'm like, what are you talking about? Steph Curry was an MVP candidate at the beginning of the season. The Warriors were arguably the best team in basketball the first 20 games of the season. What what about that makes you think he's handing anything over? It's ridiculous. John doesn't even know. Like, he, they, the only reason he would drop 47 points is because they let him go to his left every single time he wanted. Like, make him go to his right. I mean, Jesus. That's the thing about the Warriors is that, like, their defense is not the same, you know? They just don't have the personnel anymore. Like, sorry, Clay Thompson, but Clay Thompson's not the same guy. Their defense is still good. Their defense it's is still good. good. They don't have Gary Payton the second, possibly for this a whole second round. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. this whole third round. He, they definitely don't have him for this round, but, but possibly for the whole Western well, Conference Well, Clay's finals. not Clay. Clay's not Clay. Right, Clay's not Clay. Gary Payton the second was, like, their best wing defender. Yeah. Wiggins has kind of become, like, their Harrison Barnes, and he's, he's an okay defender. Uh, he's out, he's, he's fitfully he's motivated bad. though, bad. but he's pretty good. I mean, he's always been talented, but he's Kaminga's put it together a, a little bit Kaminga's more. Kaminga's like makes the... mistakes, but he's definitely a good defender. Kaminga's like a puppy, but but he's uh he's gonna be awesome. And well, he like, makes, I mean, he's a good he's, defender right now. He's he already a good mistakes. defender. Yeah, he's very raw, but he's already a good defender. And then um, Draymond, head of the snake on yeah, defense, has been pretty. Let's move good. on to the next series. All right, anyway, yeah, so, so I want to go to the series that, that's going to happen uh, like as we're recording this episode, uh, which is uh, Suns Mavericks. I'm, I'm recording it. I don't, I mean, I haven't, I haven't even, I'm, I'm just on the brackets, I'm not looking at the actual um, score. But, yeah, I'm excited. Um, you know, the Suns came out hot. They won the first two games in Phoenix. Uh, they're the one seed. They were 64 and 18 in the regular season. They definitely look like heading into the playoffs, like the team to beat, assuming everyone was healthy, which... Big assumption. And then, you know, uh, Devin Booker gets hurt, and uh, they look vulnerable against the Pelicans all of a sudden. And it took them six games to beat the Pelicans. Like, it was a fun, uh, athletic, young Pelicans team, uh, and they, they gave them some trouble. And it just got you thinking, maybe this series isn't a gimme. And I don't know if you remember or if you listened, but 
with with my uh, previews of this round with James for the Western Conference, I predicted Dallas would win the series. Uh, and I feel pretty good about that heading into Game 5, honestly. Um, just because the best player in this series is not on the Suns. And, and sometimes that's the difference, especially when uh, you've got two well-coached, talented teams, uh, as you do with both the Suns and the Mavericks. Um, the series is tied to two. The Mavericks, uh, Luka Doncic, went, went off in the... Well, in the whole series, but especially in games three and four, he's just looked awesome, um, and uh, it's just been tougher. DeAndre Ayton has uh, kind of uh, faded away a little bit as the series has progressed. Um, Maxi Kleber's been giving him trouble, and he hasn't been that active on offense. And, uh, you know, Chris Paul has had, uh, what, two sneakers in a row, three sneakers in a row? I don't know. He's just had a very, like, playoff Chris Paul kind of series all of a sudden when it's like, this is kind of their window to, to win it all right now. So it's like the ideal time for Chris Paul to like fall apart. Um, I don't know. I mean, there was, there was this whole thing with, there was a kerfuffle in the stands. I'm not even talking about that. That doesn't, that's not fair. Like um, that, there was like, some, there were some Dallas fans that were jerks to Chris Paul's family. That's crazy. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about before that, he just like looked like, you know, 2014 Oklahoma City series, Chris Paul or something. Anyway, I don't know. I still, I feel like Dallas is going to win this. I said six. Uh, I, th- I don't know. I mean, Phoenix is a tough team, so I feel like it's going to be Dallas and seven now. But that's my that's my prediction is, is Dallas and seven. What do you think? Well, I'd qualify quite a few of the things you said. One, you said Chris Paul's had a bad series. Chris Paul had a great first two games. Chris so that's Paul what it was. It was the last two games. two last two games were terrible. Two, Luka played amazing the first two games, but they limited everybody else around him. The last two... At home, role players play better. So he yeah, was Dorian able Finney to spread Smith, the ball around. Davis Bertans. Um, <coughs> Brunson really stepped up. So I think what the Mavs need to figure out is, in a heliocentric offense, how do you keep other players involved and in rhythm while also having Luka being Luka? And I think they did a pretty good job the last two games, but I don't think they quite got it. I think there's still room for them to get better. Um, and defensively, they now defensively they were good. They were really good. Their defense the last two games has been really high quality defense, especially on Chris Paul, um, Reggie Bullock, all these guys on him. They were great. DeAndre Ayton, um, are you gonna sh- you know the playoffs started? I mean, I don't like he played good against the Pelicans, but this series I felt I don't understand what's going on because Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton like that pick and roll should be deadly, should be automatic. And, you know, it's like, okay, his average numbers are like 16-11, 18-11. Why isn't he dropping 25 points on this team? The, why isn't he dropping 30 points? Maxi Kleber is like, what, 6'8", six, six, like 6'9"? Like, wh- why isn't he just dominating? And he's just not that guy. Or the Phoenix Suns offense is just not designed for him to be that guy. He doesn't always catch the ball very well. Sometimes he has some issues, but I, I don't know. I, um... I think the Suns look vulnerable. Mikhail Bridges kind of shied away from the moment in his last two games. I don't know. I like the Mavs. I think the Mavs are clicking. And I just, I don't know. I haven't had, Chris Paul, his body tends to fade as the playoffs go on. So um, It sure does. I don't know. We'll see. I could see it going either way. If I had to guess. I mean, it seems like the most likely outcome is Phoenix and seven, but 
part of me wants to go with the Mavs, you know? Make a call. I have. Mavs I go Mavs. Seven now. I, th- I going, go Mavs. You're, you're also going Mavs. Mavs in seven. I do, uh. and I and I. I, I don't know. I just I just feel like they're going to. I don't know why. I don't have a great reason. I think they're a tough matchup for Phoenix, and. I don't know. I Luke is the best player in the series. Right. He he's gonna he could just go off, and if he goes off at the same time as the other players make shots. They don't have to do a ton. They just have to... <coughs> Brunson and Dimwitty have to attack sometimes, and then the other guys have to make open shots. Like, they're getting open shots. Yeah. Um, if they make them. Like, I'm confident the Mavs will win game six in Dallas. So then right. the question becomes, will yeah. they win in Phoenix a game? And I don't know. If my life depended on it, I would say no. Say Phoenix wins the series. But... I I'm going with Dallas. I support it. Go with a fun pick. Um, that's cool. I it's been a crazy playoffs. I'm I'm kind of surprised. But like after after the Pelican series, I just had my reservations about the Suns. Although more I of that always, was about I always thought Devin the Suns Booker. were overrated. I always thought they were. I, I just figured with Devin Booker's health, like he wouldn't be able to get back. But he's actually been fine in the series, so it's really not that. It's just Chris Paul doing Chris Paul stuff. I think the Suns are an amazing regular season team. And I think they're a very good playoff team, but I don't think they're a great playoff team. Yeah, but I mean, I think this was a great year for them to be really good and for that to be enough for them to win. But This is the year. This is maybe, the year they yeah. should win, especially exactly. before DeAndre Ayton signs his contract and everything. This right. is the year. This is the year. It's right now. Also, okay, that's the other thing about this is that, like, you know, the Bulls' possibilities for Ayton are looking better because the less great he is, the more, like, I could see a sort of, like, 2012 Oklahoma City Thunder scenario with him where they say, oh, his playoff performance wasn't great, so we don't. he's not a max guy. We don't need him or whatever, and he's going to want close to a max. I mean, maybe maybe he could be had for, like, the John Collins Atlanta contract, which is, like, $125 million bucks, I think, for five seasons, four seasons? I don't remember. But, um, yeah, I, I think that if, if Aiden continues to look mediocre – and they don't they don't make the finals like like uh, they lose now or in the Western Conference Finals, then like I think he could be head and I think uh, like something like a Vucevic plus Paw plus a pick sort of deal for Aiden could look very appealing to like a cheap idiot like Robert Sarver. I don't even think it's gonna take that because I don't think they're gonna pay him enough. Oh man, well I just I mean I, we could tender them an offer right in in restricted free agency and then the Suns could fail to match it but try to do a sign and trade or something. And then we could, yeah, we could have them over a barrel and not have to worry about. Yeah, we don't have the cast space to tender them a big enough offer, though. Well, we could make the cast space. The uh, wow. Hackme is very creative. I don't know how they they got Demar Derozan this summer in free agency. You know, they didn't have money for Demar Derozan. Well, we did a sign and trade. We had yeah, well, we, Young and uh, Alfred Camino and it's, made it's, the Vucevic contract would have to go, and uh, I don't know, Paw, I guess. And uh, it doesn't really free up a ton of money, and I don't want to trade. And I don't want to get rid of Paw. You don't want to get rid of Paw for DeAndre Ayton? No, I would. No, because DeAndre Ayton's like thirty million dollars a year. I don't want to pay him thirty million dollars a year and give up our one of our only assets. Well, the asset is for a deal like this. This is a great reason. DeAndre Ayton's like twenty three, right? Like DeAndre Ayton's really good. Yeah, it's a lot of money for a big guy. You could get the argument for big guys is 
I can get a big guy for $10 million that does a lot of what DeAndre Ayton does. Can we? Because where is that guy? Show me that guy. I want that guy on this team. We'll find him. Well, we will. We will. Hell, you could probably get it in the draft with our pick this year. I, we have the 18th pick. Uh, I would love to get an old guy, like a 22-year-old kind of guy. Anyway, let's, this is not a Bulls off-season podcast. Well, I know. It's, just, it's, just, it's nice to keep it Bulls-centric. Uh, it is a Bulls podcast. Okay, moving on. Um, so back to teams, uh, back to playoff series where the best player is on the lower-seeded team on the other side of the bracket in the Eastern Conference. We've got Bucks celtics by far the best series in the playoffs, I would say, uh, right now. Um, it's 2-2. Um, I have no idea what's going to happen. It's been crazy. It's been really fun. Uh, just, uh, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, the best player in the NBA, is on a slightly thinner team uh, with the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, they're playing the Boston Celtics, who are just stacked this year. Um, Al Horford, just, uh, I don't know what they've done to him, what kind of steroids he's getting, but, man, he's looking amazing. Uh, Robert Williams uh, is in and out of the lineup, doesn't even matter. Uh, Jason Tatum's been a little up and down because he's, you know... Uh, a little up and down? He was 4 for 19 <laughs> from the field! Are you fucking kidding me? Well, he doesn't he was, know what he's doing. He's turning the ball over. He's pathetic. He's, an, he, he's not a top five player. Get the fuck out of here. What do you mean up and down? He had a bad game. Are you game. giving me a break? Give me he had a, a fucking bad break game. up and down. He had a bad game. Down like this. No, it's not I can't whole... take any more of this Tatum stuff. It's not the whole series that he's been like this. They should be wiping the floor with the, the Bucks. Yeah. The Bucks but, don't have their second best player. Nah, well, third best player, excuse me. Uh, Drew Holiday is better than Chris They don't Holliday. have their second best offensive player. Yes. They're, I know, that's best the best overall. part, is that um, the, the Celtics should win I'm not the saying series. they should walk all over him, but <coughs> I was just the so, they were so bad. That it was unbelievable how bad he was. Al Horford is dropping 30 points a night, like, and they're still, like, barely, like, what are they talking about? If you told me going into the, the series that Al Horford was going to, like, score 30 points a game and they would be tied 2-2, I'd be like, that's terrible. Like, what are they doing? It's unbelievable. Well, you know, Tatum um, was good in game two. He had 29 points on 10 of 20 shooting. Yeah, he and Jalen Brown take turns which games they want to play. It's a bit it's of a dueling banjos. Yeah. No, it's alternate. It's not even dueling. It's like there's a banjo. This banjo plays one night, and the next night another banjo plays. Jalen Brown did a terrible game. Is it, I guess I'm thinking of game one where he was 4 of 13. Yeah, he was really bad. Anyway. Uh, but, but anyway, like, uh, I want... I, I predicted the Celtics would win in six. Uh, it kind of still feels right, but I want the Bucks to win because it's more fun. Because, like you said, like they shouldn't win, um, despite the fact that they have the better player. Like they're missing uh, one of their top three guys. And uh, Celtics in seven. Yeah, I, I don't want the Celtics to win, but I, I think that they. Mm. I'm gonna. I'm, you know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I I part of me wants mm. to say Bucks, but it just. Everything looks like it's gonna go. It looks like it's gonna go Celtics. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with my Celtics in six prediction, even though Celtics seven feels more Boston. right. They're gonna win in Boston. I think Milwaukee tanking to play us. Yeah. Gonna backfire. Yeah. It's gonna backfire. 
It's karmically, it I mean, was a mistake. Middleton got hurt. Like, it's bad karma. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. And Sorry. Then, Sorry, guys. I mean, this all comes back to Grayson Allen, too. Grayson Allen hadn't uh, tried three. to murder like, Alex Caruso. Ter- <laughs> but he's been terrible. really bad, too. They started him one game, right? Crazy. I think it was two games, but yeah. Oof. Yikes, you don't want to do that. Both games in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, anyway. So, yeah, okay. So, we both have the Celtics winning. That's funny. So, we yeah, ha- we've agreed on everything so far. Damn it. All right. Well, this is, a, this is an interesting one. This one... I don't know. So Heat uh, Sixers just finished. Um, the Heat wiped the floor with the Sixers. They won by 35 points in Miami for Game Five. So now they're leading the series three to two. Uh, in the first two games, there wasn't a Joel Embiid because he had an orbital yeah, fracture. Yeah, Sixers win Game Six. Heat win Game Seven. I I think that's kind of where this is going. It's just like it's weird because like the games have been sloppy. They haven't been like. There's been the some Sixers awesome basketball in the Bucks in, Celtic in series. Philly. The Sixers look good in Philly. Really, really good. No, I mean, James Harden had I, I a crazy think James Harden game. I would game. disagree with your assessment. The games have not been sloppy. It's one team has been sloppy each game. And it, and it looks terrible. Yes. And it's well, whatever team is on the road looks bad. And, and the Heat team that's at home looks great. For, for uh, four of it's, these five games, the Heat's defense has looked really good. Um, and there was that one game where the Sixers really broke loose. Game three, the first Embiid game back, and they, they blew out the Heat by like 20-plus points. But other than that, the Heat defenses look really good, and they've struggled to create a little bit on offense, uh, especially at the end of games and in possessions in the half court. Um, Jimmy Butler's had to take over a bunch. And, yeah, they're uh, definitely losing to the winner of Milwaukee-Boston. Yes, but it really feels like Milwaukee-Boston is sort of the Eastern Conference Finals, and like whoever wins that. Yeah. Is going to go on. To I'm go to the much finals. more intrigued to see what happens with the Warriors and the winner of the Mavericks Phoenix series. You have no I sense think, of how that's going to go. I don't know how that's going to go. I really don't know. Any of I, those three teams look awesome. All I don't know. three I, of those are very good teams. Yeah. And then and then Milwaukee Boston like too. You know, the, the we shouldn't sleep on the fact that Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in the world. He could totally just put the team on his back a couple more games and just win the series. He could. And it's then Milton could come back lot. in the middle of the conference finals. I know it's asking a lot, but he's the best guy Some in the world. Some of these other guys need to make shots. Like you need, like yeah, Pat Connaughton, Grayson Allen. Like they're gonna have to make some threes. Yeah, they gotta refurbish their bench again in the off season. Because um, yeah, they don't really have a lot of help. They've got this. I mean, this that's great... inevitable when you win. Like yeah. you're gonna have to pay people. It's inevitable that you're gonna have no depth. Like, they're they. I think trading Divincenzo for Ibaka was strange, because they that could was, really use him right now. That was clearly Brook Lopez insurance, but maybe they should have gotten like a Divincenzo upgrade if anything, and not worried about like shoring up their uh, center rotation. Brook Lopez has been great this playoffs. He really exactly. Has. His well, he was hurt. Has been awesome. Some of his low post play has been good. He's made some threes. He's been great. Right. And this is a good series for him. Both this series and the series against the Bulls are good matchups for Brook Lopez. A Heat series would be a good matchup for him, too, because um, he's such a two-way threat, and he's so big. And Adebayo, well, Adebayo is so power forward. They have a real center. They have a real center. Like, if you're going to play Adebayo, then you can play Lopez. Yeah, for sure. That's the thing, because like Adebayo has really suffered against Joel Embiid. Joel the Embiid team that would abuse him is like the is. Mavericks. The Mavericks going small would spread him out and make a bunch of open threes. So the Mavericks yeah. would would abuse him, and the Warriors would would really make it. They would run him off the court. I mean, you've seen what the, the small ball Mavericks have done with yeah. uh, Aiden. They befuddled yeah. him, and he's a pretty good, pretty athletic yeah. center. So no, yeah, those, Lopez yeah, would the, have trouble. The, the Mavs uh, would would make could cause problems. And the Warriors would cause big problems. But, yeah. I think it's a shame what's happened with Philly. 
you know? I do feel I, bad I feel for bad Embiid. I feel bad for Embiid. He's yeah. so fun to watch. He cares so much. He's, he's funny. He, he plays hard. He's so good. He's so skilled for a guy his size. We've never seen a guy his size who can do the things he can do on the basketball court. Yeah, he's so and great. I just, it's sad to me that we don't get to see him at his best. They and could I just totally don't think we ever will. Well, yeah, but they could totally, they could totally win this series. Uh, I mean, after this, he needs this, to be healthy. Yeah, I mean, he I don't know if you saw, been. but there was a point where he, um, uh, Dwayne Devin, like hit the basketball, and then that basketball hit uh, Embiid's eye, and then Embiid was like writhing in pain on the floor for like I don't know three minutes or something tonight. I mean, he has a broken face. Like, it's yeah, he's hurt. playing with a broken face. Like it's it's crazy <laughs> impressive. Um, that guy's hardcore. A fucked up ligament in his thumb. I mean, he's. I mean, he's a warrior. It's just I think it's such a shame because I would have liked to see him. I would have liked to see him and Harden full strength against the Heat and see what happens. But Harden, you know Harden though. Harden's I don't know. You know he's got the the. I know, but here. I don't like the excuses. I don't want to have an excuse. I want to see the Heat against the Sixers. No excuses for either team. Well. The Heat have also been super banged up. Yeah, they don't um, have Lowry. They don't have Lowry. They haven't had him for most yeah, of the series. Yeah, but the Heat have all these old guys that they depend on who are injury-prone. Exactly. and they, But they also have this corpse of, like, young guys um, with Max Struess and Gabe Vincent, Caleb Arden, a bunch of uh, yeah, young they're wings. They're spending, like, $30 million on Lowry. Yeah, they're very they lucky. They can't even play. They're very lucky that these young guys are all really, really good. Um, you know, and like they didn't even have to play. They benched Duncan Robinson because they keep doing it. It keeps right. happening every You're right. year. Right, fair enough. They, their their scouting is awesome, um, but they should probably refurbish their. You know who Max Bruce used to play for? Yes, I do. You know who drafted him? Uh, we we drafted him. I didn't know who we drafted we him. We did. We drafted oh, him. Oh boy! Do you know I where he went to? Oh, we 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 signed him anyway. Do you know where he went to college? No. Fucking DePaul. Oh really? I can oh. walk there. Yeah. Well, I, he's from I, the suburbs of Chicago. Yeah, I know he's from from Illinois, but um, we let him go because he had like an ACL tear or something. Yeah, well, what I, he's doing we, now. Yeah, we probably should have kept him, but that's scar packs for you. Cheap and lazy. Anyway, and that's it. Yeah, that's that's all our projections. Uh, we agree with everything. It's just the amount of games, basically. Um, so I have uh, Warriors in five. So do you. I have Mavs in six. You have Mavs in seven. Uh, you have Celtics in seven. I have Celtics in six. And then I forgot if you said Heat in seven or Heat in six. I have Heat in six. Heat. Heat. Mm. Heat in seven. Okay. Seems like cool. the Sixers in Philly, all the role players play better. Like Danny Green in Philly is making seven threes. Yeah. In Miami, it's like not the same thing. Yeah. Uh, George Niang. Had a great game. Yeah, that's uh, what we're seeing is these role players play way better at home, which we knew. Yeah, you know that happens. Charles, Barkley except for the Bulls, Shaq always mentioned that on TNT. Didn't did not happen for the Bulls, but uh, no, it was the opposite actually. It was the opposite. Just when, when there were expectations, the we were just we I, we're so much worse than I thought we were. They suck. I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed. I don't know what to expect from us. I don't know summer. what's. I have. A, I yeah. don't know what's going to happen with Levine. Yeah, oh, that's another thing. Yeah, so that came out today, actually. The Blazers might be interested in maxing out Zach Levine. Um, of course I, they would be interested, but the fact why that... Why would he want to go there? Yeah, why would Levine want to go to Oh, Portland? he's from Washington. He's from Seattle. I guess that's close He's by. from the Pacific Northwest, so I guess it's I just don't... Team. He's not going to win there. No, but is he going to win here? It's a smaller market. I don't know. Or not, when I say here, I mean the Bulls. I'm not there. Better, but. He's a better chance. 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, the East usually is worse. Yeah. But I don't I don't know what the Bulls are like. Well, I don't know what the Bulls are going to look like competitively for the next now, couple of years. Yeah, exactly. The East is pretty good. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we would give him the five year max. I mean, we would have to put some kind of contingency with the knee and games played in there. I think that's only fair. I, I'm sure Rich Paul will try to not get us to not do that, but I think. You know, it's just like some sort of yeah insurance policy for ourselves. I think that sounds reasonable. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the max, it's like a lot of money to pay to... I mean, I, I don't know that he is a max player. I, but I know that the yeah. way things are now, he was. He's going to... Just the way yeah. the NBA is structured, he's a max player. Like the right. way contracts are, because if you don't pay him... I mean, if we, if we were to do like a sign-in trade... You know, depending on who it was, I'd be curious to see how much we could get back. I don't know. But there's no way we are going to be better. Like, if we trade Zach Levine, we're not getting better. We're getting no. worse. So do you want to get worse and, like, rebuild? Do you want to trade him? Do you want to trade? Like, I don't, at that point, are you just tearing it all down? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Because it's like, I don't. I, know. I wouldn't. I, 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 I don't think we're as, I don't think. I, I would try to get him for less money than that and then try to get some kind of solution like a DeAndre Ayton or some kind of solution at the, at the center. Yeah. Flip Vucevic. And I'm sorry. You know, Paw should be on the table because that's our only asset, really. Aside I don't think he's getting you any, in, enough to, to make it worth trading him. I want to see what he does with another year of... I want to see what he does while he's on his rookie deal. And I want to get a center solution. And then I think, I was thinking Tobias Harris because you know Philly wants to get off that contract. Yeah, but... It's only a couple any, years. Do you have any money left over for a center if we trade for Tobias Harris's like maximum deal? Maybe not, but... I don't know. I just, I feel like we could take advantage of their desperation to get off that contract. And, like, he's actually a good player. He's played well in the playoffs. He's just not worth that money. But if we could get a lot out of it. I mean, we know Philly wants Zach Levine, right? Yeah. So what if we were to do a sign and trade? Zach for Tobias. And, like, a bunch of shit. <laughs> hmm. Or like Gosh. Tobias and Maxi, uh, Tobias and uh, Tyrese Maxi. Yeah, I mean that'd be awesome, but they wouldn't do that. Are you sure? Do, well, I guess I'm not sure. I just uh, they they, they must want love, Zach Levine, and Zach Levine's really good. They must love Tyrese Maxi though, you know. Yeah, but are you gonna win a title with Tyrese Maxi right now? I don't know. But if you had Zach Levine, and well, are they gonna max and, out James Harden? What are they gonna do with James Harden? I don't know. They could try to figure something out with Harden, but they. If they can make the contracts, I'm just saying, you need, like, a stud next to, like, a complimentary. Like, I still don't think that Maxi is enough of a wing. Like, you need a wing guy. And Harden and Embiid. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Maybe it's not Ma I mean, if it's not Maxi, then it's just, like, Tobias and a bunch of picks. I don't know. <coughs> Uh, at that point, <laughs> why have Demar? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. That's the thing. About, at that point, just start trading everybody. 
I don't, I don't know what to do. That's the other thing, too. Because Lonzo to... gets hurt, so his knees still don't have a solution. So I don't know what the solution to that knee problem is. That's the thing. I don't trust Lonzo anymore. Um, I don't really trust that. Anyway. I, I don't let's know make what... this a separate podcast. I don't know what to do. Make it a separate am, podcast. I am befuddled. I am as befuddled as DeAndre Aiden guarding Maxi Kleber right now as term, in terms of what we're going to do with the Bulls roster, whether to try anyway, to go up or, or down. Let's make another podcast. Fine, Max. Okay. Uh, good playoff preview. Well, good playoff mid-round predictions. And uh, we'll talk after. Go Bulls. Go Bulls!